0: back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services
1: It's the face uh Not a goddamn thing. Me neither. The best pet show.
0: uh Are you ready to jiggle Hey, I got my hands up high, my feet down low, and this way I jiggle jig. Hello, jig, jig, hello, jig, hello, jig, jig, hello. Hey, this is Alyssa. Yeah. Hey, Alyssa. Yeah. Are you ready yeah. to jiggle Hey. Do you supposed to say the rest? I don't know the rest. <laughs> I put my hands up high, my feet down low, and That's this way, the way I jiggle low,
1: jig. Allergic, jig, jig, I allergic, break it down now. <laughs> is that your beatboxing? <laughs> I wish I could beatbox.
0: Me too, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, you want to do the intro? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Hey! Happy Tuesday. It's me, it's her, it's the Face Off Podcast.
0: Absolutely. Welcome back, y'all. Glad to have ya.
1: Glad to have ya. How you doing? How is your week?
0: That's great. That's great to hear. Oh, you were talking to me. Sorry. What? I thought you were,
1: thought you were like, pretending to talk to me. Honestly. No. I mean, I am, but what no. the fuck? Sorry. Do I have, like, Oreo cakes in my teeth? I don't, right? Okay. No. Anyway, uh, my week was great. How <laughs> <laughs> was yours. This is going to be a fun <laughs> episode. Um, I'm exhausted my week was fine I just got back from Austin I was at a bachelorette party for one of my friends Molly hey Molly yeah hey
0: Molly yet again another uh, friend this girl keeps talking about everybody else with these bachelorette parties and she has like 30 friends that are getting married it's Yo, ridiculous the
1: wedding tour of 2022 uh, ends in September for me personally and I am very excited yeah, love a- these people love celebrating love but your girl's tired and broke it'll be another group no, right after them no it comes in waves? Yeah. It's trash. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for y'all. So happy y'all are getting married, but yeah. goddamn, It's a lot. It's exhausting. I'm not young anymore.
0: No, I can't, you're not. You're very
1: old. I cannot rebound like I used to. I'm so tired. I left Austin at 11 o'clock this morning, drove straight home, plugged in my phone, took my ass to bed. As you should. And slept oh. for like two hours. That's it? Girl, yeah, I, I had shit to do.
0: Oh, I was going to say, I would have at least had a good like, six hour nap
1: no dude but I just like can't I'm like yawning at the club it's embarrassing oh that's how you know you're almost 30 I know that's how it's gonna hit me bad yeah well and then on the weekends I don't take Vyvanse so my brain's like what is this non-stimulated life you're trying to live (laughs) it's like 7 p.m. I'm like oh my oh my should we drink some coffee do we need an energy drink let's perk it up
0: yeah let's go to a party and as soon as you get there your social battery just dies yeah
1: I'm like I could be at home
0: yeah well I got my um Well, my week was okay. It was whatever. Anyway, uh, I did get my electricity bill, for those that were wondering, since I had to get a whole brand-new AC. Yes. Uh, My new utility bill just came in, and... I don't understand how my utility bill is this high, especially when my AC was not working, but I guess because the fan was blowing for like 48 hours. It's just turning over. Yeah. So I have a new bill for $374. So <laughs> yikes. Yeah. yeah. Do
1: they have
0: Klarna after pay? I, listen, uh, something, you know, I might have to strip a little bit or something. I'm losing weight every day. So uh, yeah. So if y'all want to donate <laughs> my cash app. not kidding.
1: That's insane. But, uh, Why do I have to pay to not get heat stroke?
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm just like electricity. Should be, should be free. Like, uh-huh. aren't we trying to go into a green society and have, you know, uh solar energy? Yeah. That shit should be free. There's some solar panels on my shit. Listen, solar panels are like, hella expensive. A Jeep Wrangler. I mean, it's insane. Jeep. How also, expensive
1: they are. Ow. You can pull it off. I know you're trying to. Jesus. What did you do? I just whew, with the. Oh. Um. Why are Jeeps so expensive? I have no clue. I'm not paying forty five thousand no dollars for a Jeep. Yeah, and then they have like. They don't even have automatic windows. And
0: I'm like, if I paid also, forty thousand dollars for a Jeep, it better do everything. For it's
1: me. a bumpy ride. Yeah. And they flip over, I'm not doing it. Yeah, no.
0: I mean, I guess the customization of it, like you can take it really
1: take it apart from the roof to the tires. That's true. The cool but. thing about the Jeep is you get to be in the little Jeep club that everyone gets to be in, do a little Jeep wave and then And they sing they, they what do they do? They duck you. They get like they leave ducks for each other. They and shit. leave ducks on your shit. Yeah. Everyone who has a Jeep is friends with everybody else who has a Jeep. Very true.
0: I, I think it's cool, like, especially when the girls, like, the women, they have, like, uh women Jeep clubs or whatever, and they all come out together, and you see how they customize. And I'm talking about these candy-coated Jeeps and shit, Candy like, cool. fuchsia pink and purple. And I think it's really, really good. Well, cool. It's should, almost like a bike club, but just for trucks. Should we get a Jeep? I mean, I don't want to deal Put with the that face gas. Off on the side? I just paid my car off, so, uh, no. Damn. I, Congratulations. Right. Uh, yeah, thank you. It was the same day that my oh, AC went to yeah, shit. But, I mean, I'm happy because I got my title and everything. However, I'm riding this until the wheels fall off, for real, this time. Because um, the last one, the transmission was fucking up. Anywho, neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. That's not, you know, knocking on wood. Anywho, but yes, my week was good other than that. Anything else for your week?
1: No, that's it. I Just wedding season? Wedding season. Man, working for the man is hard. Yeah. In this economy.
0: Yeah. Didn't you say you had a dream? Oh, do you want to talk about that on the podcast? Oh, yeah.
1: So I've been having some weird-ass dreams lately. Are you pregnant? Oh, no. Fuck okay. no. Just, just, you
0: know, pregnant people have weird dreams. No. I've, I've heard.
1: Like, no. Absolutely not. I refuse. It's so hot. No. And I'm so broke. It's too oh, about I'm tired. To yeah. Oh, no. Um, Babies are a gift, though. Yeah. I've been having crazy-ass vivid dreams, and I usually don't dream. Like, I have little, like, snippets of dreams mm-hmm. that I remember, but nothing big. Yeah. I have now had a dream about, I told you I had a dream about snakes. Yeah. Like I was in a house and there were snakes at some fucking Indiana Jones shit, snakes everywhere. Gotta watch your circle, girl. Then I had a dream that everyone at work was up and quitting. Like we were all like, fuck this, we're quitting. Like the I, Starbucks people? Yeah. <laughs> just basically, walk out. Just, I'm having some vivid ass dreams. And I'm thinking the snakes mixed with the dream about, oh, and I had a dream that someone broke into my house and changed all the locks on you yes i had a dream that i got home and like my whole place had been ran like all my shit was moved it was ranch my place was trashed and that the back door was busted and someone changed the lock from the inside to the outside so like the lock locked on the outside and that they had changed all the keys and that later like i was freaking out i was calling the cops no one was worried about it i didn't want to stay in the house by myself but no one seemed to care and then that night i had like um my back door was glass mm-hmm. and i was home and i could see people standing outside and i was like banging on the door trying to scare them but they were like coming inside they were not scared what mm-hmm. was the last did you, did you watch anything before you went to bed or ate I haven't anything been sweet? watching anything crazy i was drunk because i was in austin that might be it but it was just a vivid ass and this yeah. girl had a gun. guy remember her having a gun and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna get to my phone to call like have to call the cops or someone because they need to know that these people are about to fucking kill me yeah but I just like the vivid part was that they changed the Do you the feel logs. do
0: you feel stuff in your dreams? Like, can you actually feel in your dreams when things are happening? Yeah, like physical touch. You can feel that in yeah. your dreams. I do too. I, I had a dream like so, that last yeah. night, and I there was this guy. I don't know who he was. Maybe he, it's my husband. I hope so. Maybe because way he was touching on me in the dream. Anyway, oh, I dreams but, like that. <laughs> I do. I do. So like there was I wish a, I did. for some reason my back was like and like in the middle of my back was very sore, and we were sitting somewhere very close, and he literally like turned me around and like pressed in the middle of my back where the area was and I literally woke myself up and I was just like, Ow (laughs) (laughs) And I was like,
1: fuck, that really felt like somebody touched me in my back. So then maybe no. I don't think I have it as like strong as that. I have more of like um like I can feel my anxiety. The emotional feeling of my dream is super strong. Like I'm in it. You should wear your Apple Watch. I wonder what your heart rate gets up to. Dude, it's got I thought I was gonna die, so it had to be high. The snakes was weird too. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm in a toxic situation is what my Google search is telling me. Like at home or just in life? Just in life. Because if you see snakes in your dreams and you're scared of them, it means you're either around someone who's toxic or you're in a toxic situation. You're nine to five. (laughs) And then (laughs) I had a dream about quitting my job. And then I had a dream that someone broke into my house, changed the locks and tried to kill me. I'm just saying. It's probably a patient, so I think you need to, get, I think you need to change. Well, up. Say, oh, something something ain't right up here. Yeah, definitely. That's man. But yeah, I do have vivid
0: dreams where I can feel physical touch in my dreams. Weird. like if I and it's not just sexual, but if I hug somebody or we're just playing around, having fun, whatever, I get into a car. Like I can literally feel me touching the handle of a car. And opening the door, oh, putting on a I don't seatbelt, have all that, that stuff. I take that back. I That's why I think that. sometimes I'm like, am I in the upside down from uh, Stranger Ooh. Things? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Chrissy, but, yeah. wake up.
0: I mean, I wake up thankfully, and I do have a dream journal. Like, I, I speak out my dreams, but
1: I also write them down. Mm-hmm.
0: So that way I can remember them and try to piece them
1: together. I either don't so. dream, or it's like the most vivid shit I've ever imagined yeah. in my entire life. No in between. And
0: eating sweets does not, or depending on whatever I watch, it does not depict what my dreams are going to be. So, is that a thing? Yeah, it's been like that ever since i was a kid i've had very vivid dreams
1: huh yeah and I, I
0: have tons of journals where i just write down all my dreams and stuff like that so maybe one more turn into a movie who knows did anyway you have
1: a dream that little black boys and little white girls uh no but i can tell
0: you who did fisk university okay oh. fisk university if you guys don't know it is I S K. fisk university um, is an HBCU, a historically black college university, um, and they made history actually recently this week. Um, they just declared their uh, the very first gymnastics team um, of all the HBCUs or in HBCU history.
1: That is give it up for them. Wild to me, Fisk University to think that Woo-hoo. no HBCU had a gymnastics team until now. It's twenty twenty two. Exactly, we had Simone Biles and Gabby Douglas.
0: Yeah, but she didn't go to college. That is true. <laughs> they, She didn't. Yeah, both of them. Neither one of them went to. I mean, at the time that they were Well, competing. I
1: guess if you're any person of color, if you want to, or like any color of person, and you want to do gymnastics, you're probably going to go to a PWI who has like an established gymnastics program. Yeah,
0: and I think too, because gymnastics is not one of those sports that. I'm not saying that a lot of girls don't do because they do. Because I remember my mom started us off in gymnastics. Me and my mm-hmm. sisters, we went to gymnastics. I hated it. I you hated, hated it. it. I hated tumbling. She wanted to make us cheer. Or and I was like, I'm not getting a little, little ass skirt. Because I always thought I was big, even though I was small as a kid. But I didn't want to do that. It was too girly for me. And I you was know. like, no, this is stupid. And... <laughs> Um, so she put us in tumbling and gymnastics, and my sister that's uh, right up right in front of me, she was the one who kind of took advantage of it a little bit. Well, she just did like tumbling and on a wheelbarrow or some shit. Anyway, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> I think historically gymnastics is very expensive. It is, and I feel like a lot of little girls d- quote do gymnastics, but there's a huge difference between like taking gymnastics class and yes. like doing true gymnastics because yes. that shit's a, expensive be time consuming as hell yeah like you're always in the gym and that's that's and i think a know. lot of them end up becoming just like either dancers or um
0: cheerleaders and so they get yeah. to utilize their gymnastics ability you know by doing those particular sports
1: but there's a lot of gym yeah. gym gymmy people in texas texas is a big gym there's actually place. A,
0: a gym that's down uh it's probably about like seven minutes down the road from me but it's it's what is called powerhouse or something like that that gym looks freaking huge and it is mm-hmm. packed every single day like every time when i you know when i wasn't working at home working from home um i used to pass by that place and it was never not packed yeah. like even on the weekends that place is open and I'm one like, thing about
1: us here in texas y'all we love, love our guns and we love gymnastics and football too and football we love flipping over shit and nasty as t- uh barbecue but anyway anything that- about there
0: y'all barbecue san antonio one. just got voted the best barbecue no in d- texas disgusting. i said what i said anybody who's from the east coast we know barbecue what texas, the fuck is east coast barbecue it's a better than texas i can take what? You that all
1: right i can't even tell you places on the east coast with barbecue it-
0: any local gas station look it up gross <laughs> that's the only barbecue you need to get no some you, dry ass barbecue no, Hell no it's not i'm telling you like y'all y'all don't even have y'all do you even give white bread with your stuff yes that's the problem your bread's supposed to have a hue of yellow on it that's how you yellow. know it's good yes. what do you mean a
1: hue of yellow
0: that's the sauce y'all do that sweet and tangy bullshit yeah it's i do disgusting. love a, i do love a sweet and tangy no moment. i hate it oh y'all sauce is garbage but anyway, anyway what I is
1: it. i no, I'm gonna, no. Ta- I'm gonna take you to
0: florida and i'm gonna take you to the gas station where we used you first barbecue. of all here's
1: something you should know about me I don't care where i am any state any country i'm not fucking any shit from a gas station trust me you will i'm not i, I refuse I and that's you. a hillel dion. on and i know chopped cheese in new york is cool mm-hmm. and bodega Man, i you know what i would make an exception for a bodega i would because that's not truly a gas Cause station you just want to sing the song <laughs> <laughs> i
0: went on my jury to the bodega is that why you want to do
1: that i went on my jury just to go to the bodega. no because the bodega is not the same like my brother is the 7-eleven pizza person i'm all You're oh that's no tr- i know see and that's the vibe the gas station
0: food gives no but it's not in the gas station so they have like you know how they, people have like food trucks this was like the unofficial food truck mm. so they literally have like their pickup truck and then they have their uh their smoker that's outside like on top of the on top of the pickup truck and that's how they make the barbecue and stuff so it's not inside the gas station you need some it's back-door just in the, barbecue no i promise you that's how if you go to south florida south florida has some of the best barbecue but you're gonna get it at the gas station but it's not in the gas station, though. There's a guy who's, you know, a black man. You can't even see his fingertips because they just, I mean, he just, but he's amazing. He, and a his black man great. without
1: fingertips sitting no, outside a gas station. I was
0: going to say the finger, his fingertips are like all black and like brown and stuff because he's just been necrotic dealing with, you know. no nothing but just he's been barbecuing She's the shit really of really selling it to me <laughs> but yeah. anyway it's really good so you'll you'll see him anywho neither here nor there congratulations to fisk university congratulations
1: that's exciting you guys are the first I uh gymnastics team of hcs yeah i'm excited for because them. the more brown and black girls they're showing in gymnastics the better especially yeah. floor routines yeah floor definitely. routines in the last five years have been amazing so
0: cool yeah amazing so i think too the with social media kind of taking off, it has definitely allowed um, more access to them for us to be able to see that. Because I mean, usually you don't—you never really saw co- uh, collegiate routines mm-hmm. for gymnastics. I mean, they don't—I don't know that they show it a whole lot on ESPN. I don't—I don't have cable. Like I
1: need it, a but. documentary on all that. St- Remember the movie *Stick It*? Yes, I fucking loved that movie.
0: Yeah, I mean that—it's true athleticism. I'll tell you who else. Uh, it's kind of sad though. Uh, true, a true athlete, um, a powerhouse, a legend, a goat in her own right uh serena williams has announced her retirement i am just bruh
1: that I mean, is truly someone i thought would never retire seriously on some she... lebron shit i yes. thought it was just gonna last forever
0: yeah she's 40 years old and first of all i'm 38 i could not imagine
1: <laughs> playing, playing at that at level that
0: level hell like, no and the thing is like i saw um uh, an old um match that she did with coco golf mm-hmm. who i think coco was now what 16 or 17 girl please i want to <laughs> let her have it Coco you in. in circles around girl me. no
1: I can't do it I no. even remember watching her documentary and even then I was thinking like girl she's
0: amazing
1: you are it's amazing that you're doing this at this age yeah like i'm almost 30 and I shit's slowing the fuck down listen
0: these knees are
1: not no, making it no lo- these my lung capacity shot <laughs> right arthritis abundant there's it's, no way
0: and the crazy part is venus hasn't retired yet so i'm like venus what the fuck are you gonna I do i don't know
1: what's in <laughs> these king richard ass jeans they got but he predicted it i mean that i, I think she's
0: she won she's won 23 grand, grand slams um, she's won four gold med or four Olympic medals. Um, which I feel like she's won way more than that. But I think maybe that's just her singles because her doubles, her and Venus was always beating everybody across the world. But um yeah, that's a man, that's an error. And she was an in,
1: in one Drake music video. Okay. A feat. She looked great in that video. Nice for what? I watched it the so other day. So you reduce her down to one? Uh, I just feature? elevated her. Wow. You were giving out awards, and I just wanted the people to know. <laughs> Lest you forget, she was in the "Nice for What" music video. Oh my god! I think I think her medals by herself I make keep her. I uh, you,
0: know. you. Oh that! Oh god. I cannot. I um. Well, I tell you who else is leaving something. Did you hear about uh Angela Yee leaving? Angela the Club? Yee. Shalom Gate. DJ Envy, I do what I do what I do what i say on This is Paul Webby. See, okay. That's, if y'all haven't heard that interview with Webby tries to pronounce their names, it's fucking hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> I need to
1: hear that. I liked her because I feel like they are, like uh, Charlemagne and um, DJ Envy. DJ Envy. Why did his name just. I don't know. And the only name in my head was fucking Paul Wall. What, no. That was so weird. I, I love Paul Wall, though. Paul, Paul Wall. Paul Wall, baby. God. Great. On Fopo. Great guy, mm-hmm. love him. Yeah. Um, they are as, they always go off on some crazy shit, and she's like, "Be normal."
0: Yeah, she's Be kind a normal of like person. the the real producer of the show, like because DJ Envy and Charlamagne they have this bromance that's like unmatched, and a lot of times they go in into these realms of conversation that are like completely offhand and she's like, All right guys,
1: let's be mature. <laughs> like, or the like start bag. saying some like horribly inappropriate <laughs> shit yeah. and she's like, Okay, let's Right. Let's remember what we're talking about here. So well, she
0: is leaving the Breakfast Club, she tweeted out and said the Breakfast Club, as you know it, um, is no longer. And people were just like, oh my gosh, finally she got kicked off the show. (laughs) But it was, apparently it was a marketing test for them because she actually, um, she's not leaving just yet. She actually got offered her own, Nationally syndicated radio show on um, Sirius XM, and so she'll be taking her talents over there to have her own morning show. Plus, all the ladies would love that. Exactly, she still has her podcast, um, Lip Service, so she'll be taking that over there as well. But she'll be doing; she'll still be on the Breakfast Club until that deal, uh, or until they she's supposed to start. Which I think it's like she was like the soft part of the Breakfast Club that it needed because it was just like very yeah. She brought the feminine energy, Mm -hmm. and to you know, um, I think she was a great asset. But I think the Breakfast Club at large is really, I think they need to shift as how social media is. I think for uh, Gen X and early millennials, we understand how important the Breakfast Club is. I think Gen Z a little bit more is just like... they Don't oh, even man. know how to listen to it if it's not on Ex- Instagram. Exactly. And I think too, like the, the nature of their conversations has has changed since Charlemagne has matured. because Charlemagne used to be just crazy the shit that he used to say on the damn show. And everything now is about therapy. How's your mental health? How's your mental health? Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Let them deal with that with their damn therapist. Stop asking them that Charlamagne just coming and ask about the music, the movies, uh, everything. I'm blessed, highly favored. But boy, shut up. Nobody cares. Like Jesus. Uh, it's just like,
1: come on, bring the drama. You're gonna anyway. make me my bottles with Charlemagne.
0: <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I think that they, they're a, a dynamic duo, and I think they're a legendary a duo? A dynamic trio. And I think that they're gonna go down in, you know, radio history like that. The magic and the chemistry of all of them has been absolutely amazing. I think th- things did change when uh that incident happened with Angelique and um, what's the name? Uh, Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane, yeah. There, there was a little tension. I think it's
1: been off ever since then. But I don't even know how to listen to the Breakfast Club. What do you mean? How do you listen? It's a radio show, but how do you listen to it?
0: You can go on an app, like whatever app, and you can tune into their actual station. What app? There's um, you can use like Odyssey, or you can use like uh, what is it? Tune in, um, to listen to them. They actually are syndicated here in San Antonio. I don't know the actual.
1: radio, radio station. station
0: but they they do have a show here in, in San Antonio also too
1: I, I look at a lot of their clips on YouTube, YouTube. I was gonna say yeah. I've seen it on YouTube or like the clips on Instagram but I've never listened to it
0: oh yeah it's a good show I mean, it's literally just what they do like any other it's any other typical radio show I think the biggest thing that separates them is obviously the radio personality and then how they interview as well so uh, because that was like the um go to radio station to you know interview like with and hip-hop rap
1: yes i mean
0: ebro and um what's his other name there in new york uh ebro and whatever the other guy's name is i can't remember anyway they're a popular radio show as well but the breakfast club is definitely i think especially in, in the generation that we're in um you know kind of set apart if you make it on there it's just like oh, okay you have a bro- a much broader audience right you so. know who else is breaking up oh gosh you Ooh. and me
1: no, I'm just kidding. Jesus oh, and Maro. Okay, and Marrow. Yeah, really? they're no longer doing the late night show. They're for going people who don't know do, who they are. Who are they? Jesus and Marrow started out. Did they start out as a podcast? They did. Started as a podcast. Two comedian internet personalities, but they got a show, which is so. I loved that show. Which we're gonna be getting the show pretty soon. Yes, we are. But they would it. just do like. Um, they were just bullshit like we do. And then they'd interview someone and the interviews were always really funny because they de- they had a table like this too. Yeah, they did. Are we the Desus of Mero show? I think so. Good shit. Um, and we're they not up, had a late night show for a while and they're splitting off to do separate things because they're pretty big now. Did like you think they're like they're like any drama happen or? I don't think so. It sounded hmm. like they were just.
0: Because they were on Showtime, right? Yeah, they were okay. on Showtime.
1: They've been together for a long ass yeah. time. But, um, you know, Mero has like 19 kids. No way. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, probably not 19, but more you than Got a bunch of kids? Yeah. Let's 50, call 11 kids? Three to four children. Wow. But yeah. I don't know, that. <clears throat> I don't know what they're going to be working on. I loved that. That was one of the first podcasts I really loved. And then, of course, The Read. Have you watched Rap shit yet? No. I still haven't watched Rap Shit. And can I see kids for pussy? Here's the
0: thing about Rap shit. Okay. I already know what it's about. But also, too. I think Issa Rae, like, this is an announcement for Issa Rae. I think you need to understand that the audience that, that knew and grew to love the misadventures of a black awkward girl and then you turned it into Insecure, we are still waiting for a second portion of that. And mm. you ended it, and so we're just like, we're mourning, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> we're in mourning. So give us some time, and we'll get on to rap shit. I mean, well,
1: at least me. I'm I'm not speaking for anybody else, but I need to watch but, it, but I just haven't.
0: I mean, it's just Carisha and JT. That's all it is. I or just, young Miami. And this JT. is
1: Kid Fury's first show, so I'm like, I Kid Fury is want to see it. Hilarious.
0: Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. But yeah, hilarious. I um yeah, I'm gonna watch it though. Good. But I just haven't uh, started. Issa Rae
1: could fucking spit in a pot, and I'd watch it. Absolutely, she's amazing. What were you telling me about uh, Snapchat? Snapchat is bringing a family feature for parents as mm-hmm. it should because I feel like some weird ass shit happens on Snapchat, but it will allow you basically to see who your children are messaging. Ooh, Which, that's like, good. Why wasn't that
0: done a long time
1: ago? I don't know, but knowing me as a not parent, I know I would want to see what the fuck is going on cuz I'm just nosy. Yeah.
0: I mm. Yeah, I just Oh, you know what weirds me out about Snapchat? Huh. It's like when grown ass men who are like in the dating world, and I'm talking about these are 40, 45 year old men, and they're just like, yeah, if you want to communicate, hit me on Snapchat, bitch.
1: What? Uh, no, What is wrong.
0: That's a red flag. Automatically, you're out of here, Who bitch. Who the fuck is using Bruh. Snapchat like that? Oh, like grown ass men, absolutely. Because they not. want the, I guess they want their information to delete or whatever. I don't know,
1: but I'll screenshot the shit out of it and let you get it notified.
0: Hey, she screenshot. I sure the fuck did, bitch. And I'm oh, talking about you in my project. I accidentally
1: put my Instagram DMs in incognito mode the other day. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? incognito mode? Yeah, it's like the messages delete after a certain amount of time. Maybe I need to do that with those scammers. Oh, you want to find a way to
0: do Bitcoin and get $100 and front $100,000? It's like, I hate that
1: crap. Um, That's stupid. Yeah, but it will be called the Family Center. It's a meeting place for parents and children on the platform. And then a child must accept an invite before Snapchat begins monitoring the child on behalf of the parent. What child is going to do that? I don't know. And then you gotta,
0: you gotta find your child's snapchat name you first. got
1: it would have to be like i'm your parent and i'm setting up your snapchat and yes. it, it has to be like this but yeah. also why the fuck am i gonna like if I have to do this for my child, you don't need to be on Snapchat. Well, here's the
0: thing. I think parents like kids can do that now with their parents and still accept them. And they still wouldn't know what their children talk about because the way they put like communicate with these emojis and different things and IDK,
1: my BFF mm-hmm. Jill,
0: like we don't know that language. Well, I don't <laughs> even
1: think you can see what they're saying. You can just see who they're talking to. Oh, okay. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. So then, I mean, I don't know. Do you use Snapchat? Fuck no. I
0: don't either. I don't even have the app on my phone. So no. And so I have
1: all like I, my friends still use it. Yeah. Pretty frequently. So I just have a bunch of unread shit. As you do on As everything. I do on every I know. I, that shouldn't <laughs> be saying, surprising. Yeah. I'm mostly on Instagram or TikTok. But don't send me a video on TikTok. Send it to my text because if you send it to me on TikTok, that shit's gonna die.
0: Yeah, because I've sent her so many TikToks that I'm just like, this bitch is not responding. But she doesn't respond in real life. So no. the only time we talk the only time Alyssa and I actually talk is when we record. Right here. That's how we keep it fresh. We'll send each other like voice notes throughout the day. Like here and there, but it's sporadic. I hope not it's because we don't
1: work. It's it's because we don't work together anymore. That is true. And speaking of crazy social sh- sh- media shit, uh-huh. did you see the mom and her daughter that were charged? Because they, the mom helped her get an abortion and Facebook handed over the instant, like the instant messages when they were no, talking about it. No, they did not. Yes, Fuck dude. you, Mark Zuckerberg. What the hell? Uh, yes. Is he still
0: on Facebook? If you don't own Facebook anymore, I apologize. But if I you do. I actually don't
1: know. Remember all that weird shit that was happening with him yeah. and Facebook? Didn't keep up with it. Don't yeah. really care. But they were both charged for an illegal abortion. She was 17 years old, was pregnant. And so Facebook was handed a warrant and said, hand over the damn DMs. So-
0: Okay, so it was the Facebook Messenger that she yes. used to communicate Which, with her
1: mom? I don't know why you would use Facebook Messenger to communicate with your mom. Yeah. That's a little fishy to me, but to each their own. Every time my mom Facebook messengers me, that shit goes to die somewhere.
0: I mean, my, I don't even think my mom knows how
1: to use I that, said, but I said, be an adult and text me, you know? Yeah, and if you don't have my number, you don't have my number for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> um, but that was in Nebraska, and wow. um, the daughter had referred to the pills or the mom had told her to take, like, what are they called? The abortion pills? The abortion pills, basically. So the mom got charged and the daughter did not? Uh, did they we were the both charged. The mother and daughter were charged with a felony count of removing, concealing, felony. or abandoning a body, and two misdemeanor counts of concealing the death of another person and false reporting. <laughs> oh
0: I'm not laughing because
1: this shit is funny. This shit is sad. But once they got those messages from... Facebook they were then charged with attempting an abortion at home at more than 20 weeks and performing an abortion as a non-licensed physician. Yo. And this happened because one of the daughter's friends turned them in and tipped see, the cops off. Fuck
0: your friends, man! I will beat that bitch's ass. Beat her ass when you see her in school. She, pro-
1: she probably got pregnant by the boy that this girl liked. Exactly. Thing. That's I watch horrible. enough Lifetime movies to know that's probably on. What it is it? Pregnancy down. pack. <laughs> Yo, you, what year did that come out? Because I remember that blowing my fucking. I want to say that was like 2015, 2016. Do y'all remember like that? that Lifetime movie, The Pregnancy Pack, where all these dumbass <laughs> girls in high school were like, you know what we'll do? What so like nine of them. We'll all get pregnant together. <laughs> so stupid. That is how you know frontal lobe ain't developed.
0: No, definitely not. You you need to get an abortion because <laughs> you're not ready to take care of damn kids. That
1: movie came out in 2010. I was 2010. In, I, oh, so I was, like I was in 10th grade. I was a sophomore in high school, and I was like, these girls are insane. I was in my first year of uh PT school. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. How does it only have 4.8 stars? This is a fucking cinematic masterpiece. Because <laughs> everybody else
0: was like these stupid bitches. I know. <laughs>
1: That's it's crazy. the based on a true story
0: for me well you know what's crazy is i don't know if you've heard about the kind of piggybacking off that there was a story about this 10 year old girl uh alleged, this is all alleged just for the protection of the podcast but it happened anyway because they're in litigation now hmm. but um this 10 year old girl unfortunately was um sexually assaulted and was pregnant And they are the state is now suing the doctor that performed the abortion on this 10
1: year old, which is in fucking sane. Like what is wrong with y'all's brains? 10 years old. What are you supposed to be doing at 10 years old? Like playing with baby dolls, painting your nails, watching
0: YouTube, playing Roblox or whatever them things
1: is Minecraft fucking 10 disgusting years ass old. pervy people like
0: but i think they're doing this shit to honestly just to make an example so that it scares other women into not doing it or trying it but it's like they're, they're gonna appeal it on the federal level and they're gonna be perfectly fine
1: that's insane to me y'all are doing that this shit is it's crazy. Too much. 10 years old if your daughter got pregnant at 10 years old what would you you know what i mean
0: it's, it, it's ridiculous. It's, and then, and I'm, and then that, that doctor, for her to say, you know what? Fuck these laws. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Because, I mean, she's 10. <clears throat> yep. Her body is not even... Oh, Jesus Lord. Anyway, uh, what were you talking about? The girl who stabbed her boyfriend? The uh, white girl who stabbed her African boyfriend? That it, it was in an outrage? In do y'all
1: in? remember... It took me a second. Because so <laughs> many girlfriends have been doing crazy shit oh, to their Jesus. boyfriends lately. Do y'all remember it back in March um that was this that sh- oh, yeah. was this, that was this yeah. year we talked about this only f- they always call her the only fans model mm-hmm. um courtney clenny and she like they have her on video covered in blood sitting there in her bra she mm-hmm. had stabbed her boyfriend um His name's Christian. He went by Toby Obum mm-hmm. He ended up dying later, and she's just covered in blood sitting there. Then they arrested her, and she said she was going to kill herself. Mm-hmm. So then they took her to a psych hospital. yep And then the next day, she was out and at a bar drinking with her dad. Mm-hmm. And then kind of it died down. No one heard anything about it. Um, and then it kind of became people would d- dig up his tweets, and he said something about black girls. And mm-hmm. so then the whole internet was against him. Um, But she was just finally charged with his murder. Good. Yes. I hope she's in jail. She, I think she is in jail. She was in Hawaii when they served her at a treatment center. I think she was at some kind of rehab for her mental health. It's amazing how y'all murder people in cold blood but then claim Mm
0: -hmm. oh I'm crazy and I got a -hmm. mental health issue. She was in a Hawaii rehab center
1: for uh, post-traumatic trust trust disorder. (laughs) I have post-traumatic trust disorder. No her boyfriend don't trust her because now he's six feet under. Post-traumatic stress disorder and substance abuse. They went and they charged her and now all these videos are surfacing. Months before she was arrested for Mm -hmm. his murder she's in an elevator whooping his ass she punches the screen when she walks in she keeps going after him he's trying to push her away this is why i will always say i
0: believe in men hitting women if that woman puts her hands on you knock her whole head clean up see i don't know about all that yep That's- because every man has the right to defend himself if he is hit first you don't get to pick and choose how somebody defends themselves well and you even see in the and video she's continuously
1: yeah. going after he kept him putting and his smacking toward him toward and she's he, just like trying to get her off and yeah. saying stop exactly so i hope y'all charge her that isn't seriously and I, and I hope she goes to jail and that she's not
0: able to claim this whole mental health bullshit because you were in your right mind you knew exactly what you were doing you know, and, and these videos show clearly that you knew exactly what you were doing.
1: Mm-hmm. So I just God, that poor guy. So young. Anyway, well, but I, I'm glad they finally char. I hope she goes to jail. Yeah, she needs to ride in jail. Well, I tell you who else is going to
0: ride in jail for the rest of their life. Probably. Hmm. Um, so you remember the case that we talked about? Um, it's been like a couple years now, but it's very fresh because they were uh, charged with the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey um and which is the black uh black man who was minding his own business and three As white men are. decided to um you know stop him with their car and gun him down in cold blood so anyway um they all got sentenced recently which is great so the father who was gregory mcmichael he got uh, sentenced to life in prison plus an additional seven years praise the lord and the son who actually pulled the trigger and killed him um travis mcmichael got uh, life plus 10 additional years and William Bryan, who was the guy who uh, tried to claim that, he just recorded it and that was it. He did, wasn't no part and of it. And that he was it. it. That's even worse, right. I feel like. Right, exactly. And he, because you stood by and you saw them doing mm-hmm. that shit and you were in collusion with them. He got 35 years in prison. So um, I am grateful that they all got uh, served and sentenced. They and all look like
1: miserable people unhappy pieces of shit as they should
0: and you know what's crazy is they they are saying that they were allegedly that they're afraid to go to uh to prison because um a fear of being killed and i was like wow oh, that's crazy I'm, i know another person who was afraid, afraid to be killed, killed too that
1: man that was really yeah. attacked and murdered and exactly who was business. minding his business so bitches. wild speaking of crazy people who are fucking in prison oh jesus Derek Chauvin, you remember him? Oh, that piece of shit. That yeah. piece of shit. Who uh, killed, who killed, murdered George Floyd. George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Fucking God. I still, like... Oh, what did he do? This feels like a Matrix. Like, mm-hmm. that was such an insane time. Anyway, the at the facility that he was at, the, um, what are they called? The people that... Officer. Correction CO, officers. Correction officers. There Ross. were <laughs> Both. <laughs> this is not funny. No. Uh, black and brown correctional officers at the facility were told that they could not guard him. Mm-hmm. So they filed a racial discrimination suit, which they have now received like a one and a half million dollar settlement for. And they still can't guard him. Which
0: I think is abs- like. Tell me that white privilege exists without telling me white privilege still exists. This man is in prison for murdering a black man man in cold blood, taking a human life. And he still gets to pick and choose who guards him. Mm -hmm. What kind of bullshit is that? They're like, well, you know. But here's the thing. If if they were going to kill him, they would have already done it. Like, they still have access to you. So it's not like they don't have access to you at any given point. I mean, correction officers, correct me if I'm wrong, are still understaffed. (laughs) <laughs> so if they want to also, get you they would have got you you're
1: still there to get that check
0: yeah different job they're gonna let you rot in there they ain't gonna bother you no they're not gonna bother you but everybody else can take
1: care of that shit the people who are already in there for life are gonna take exactly. care of that shit
0: people who are in like got three life sentences they'll take care of you but the guards ain't they already getting underpaid anyway they ain't worrying about you
1: yeah so eight, I guess back in may of 2028 correctional officers of color were all banned from guarding him Something must have happened. Something had, there must have been some like, they, I bet you someone said some racist ass shit.
0: Or they were just like, ha get your <laughs> bad ass up in here, bitch. We're going to make you out, bitch. Like something. Or they put a, you know, a, a murderer, uh, in there with him or something. Something had yeah. to happen. Yeah. Or he was a little fucking baby bitch and was like,
1: they're gonna kill me.
0: Well yeah, I mean you're already a police officer anyway, so you already know how it mm-hmm. goes. Don't here's my thing. Don't murder people in cold blood and then talk big shit and then you get in prison and you wanna be a little bitch. No. Keep that same
1: energy. And guess what? Now you're even more understaffed because I'm sure those men are never gonna fucking work again. No. I would have taken that money and quit immediately. Well even I mean, a million divided after by taxes, yeah. It's still. They I, probably got like ten grand. I would still take a nice vacation. <laughs> I'd still say, "Fuck this place, I'm out."
0: Yeah, I'm gonna try somewhere else. Well, I'll tell you who might be uh, looking at a prison. Hopefully, we hope. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Please, FBI, don't don't <laughs> fuck this up. So, in the news lately, Trump has been. Um, everybody's seen it everywhere. Where they, the FBI, got a warrant signed by a judge to um, raid Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago home in Florida. And they found allegedly um, some documents that were classified that should not have been there, um, and these documents allegedly contains information regarding the United States uh, nuclear weapons and all that kind of stuff. And so they're looking at some charges. It, nothing has been filed as of yet, or he hasn't been charged with anything. But they're looking at like charges of like espionage, treason, treason, and all espionage that good kind of
1: stuff. Espionage
0: sounds so fancy. It does. And so apparently, too, that the FBI has allegedly been. Um, looking at uh trying to test for fingerprints or dusting for fingerprints on these pages because if people's fingerprints who are on these pages they were they did not have the highest clearance then that's also breaking the law and they shouldn't have been able to see breaking or the access law. these uh, the classified law. documentation so uh, what i think was hilarious in the news lately was regarding the situation how all these trumpers are like exposing the judge's uh address and basically Damn. doxing him and and even the um the agents that <clears throat> Serve the actual warrant that themselves did their job that exactly They're, they've they been doxing them and doxing for those of us who didn't know it. that means that I didn't know what that meant until a couple weeks ago anyway that means that they basically have shared their information their personal home address their phone numbers all that kind of stuff which is insane sending death threats and all that bullshit there was a guy who went to the FBI and started shooting in the FBI and they killed him immediately um, but anyway he said that he was doing it in the name of Trump and all this bullshit but Hillary Clinton I don't care how much y'all hate her I think she's the pettiest person and I love it and she started selling her uh but her emails uh caps and baseball caps and her shirts and um Trump has been basically pleading the fifth on everything even though he says well if you're not guilty why are you pleading the fifth so
1: because you're not supposed to talk to cops it's like rule number one that's very true and don't let them offer you anything to drink my thing is I'm not saying if I had the ability to be close to these kinds of documents that I wouldn't I'd be selling them too Thank you. But I'm saying I wouldn't keep them in my house. No. I just need everyone to do a little better. At least Hillary put them on her server. Like, and she
0: was still the Secretary of State. So it made sense for her to have these classified emails on her server and back up her server. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't get the whole deal with with the whole
1: emails and shit. So what? Like... So, I feel like there's worse things happening in worse places. Yeah, um, but you selling off America's information. Come on now, allegedly. Remember uh-huh. that time that y'all were spying on us through our laptop and phone cameras and microphones they and had all do. that information? I feel like that was appropriate. <laughs> like that was some shit where we should have been like, mm, well, think, let's go after them.
0: What I think is serendipity, we talked about this before, that word. Um, serendipitous. Serendipitous is that he put in, when this whole thing happened with Hillary, with these emails, he signed an executive order that basically made it a felony for members of Congress and in- All this kind of of shit that when you no longer hold these positions, you you cannot have these classified documents. Mm -hmm. And so now your own executive order that's still in place, mind you, um, is now coming back to bite you in the ass. And, you know, all this stuff about you saying people pleading the fifth. Well, you pled the fifth for 40 minutes when they were interrogating you. But you talk shit about Hillary Clinton who sat through how many hours of interrogation Mm -hmm. with only some water? Guy didn't even give a cookie or nothing for a blushing.
1: As a shit talker myself, I can see this exactly happening to me. So I'm not going to talk too much about it,
0: but see what happened to you.
1: Like I would uh, talk mad shit about someone and that exact situation would happen to me. And I'd be like, God damn it. Stuck now.
0: (laughs) Yes. I'm a hypocrite. (laughs) And I don't give a damn. (laughs) It is what it is. is I say what I said. Exactly. That's crazy. Well, um, what were you telling me about? Uh, no, I don't want to go into that. Um, the polio <laughs> vaccine. Or, or The polio vaccine. Not sorry. Not the polio vaccine. We're going to cut that. Yeah. What were you
1: telling me about um, Guillain-Barre and COVID? So, so I had a patient this week that was young, healthy, 40 years old, mm. healthier than I am. She like co- teaches bar classes. Have you ever taken a bar class? A bar class? What is that? Yeah, like bar, B-A-R-R-E. No. It's like pilates with a ballet bar it's like these insane micro pulsing movements of your muscles and your legs and ass just like are on fire and shake the entire time it's one of the hardest exercise classes i've ever taken that sounds painful and i don't want it okay but so this lady teaches these classes so Mm -hmm. very um fit active lifestyle got covid now Mm -hmm. has guillain beret Mm. is and, she allergic to like uh, eggs and stuff well and I, the flu shot we didn't get that far no she's oh. not allergic to anything but and then i was reading the doctor's note and mm-hmm. they were saying you know um this is post-covid guillain beret which is becoming more and more common i had no idea but this are is you sure it's not polio <laughs> i don't think it's polio okay because polio's back just in case y'all don't also know i thought we eradicated that shit how the hell is polio back here's a. I, in New York, back. fucking New York. They just back man. Again.
0: This is why New York is always
1: destroyed in movies. Cause I'm afraid they... to get polio. Well, I can't get polio. I'm vaccinated, right? You can still get it. I had a patient with polio the other day, or like old polio. Oh, and her polio, arm okay. doesn't work. She got a give me arm.
0: Yeah, because she's that it causes, it causes paralysis.
1: Man, I'm not sure. Tr- listen, I don't want monkeypox and I don't want polio.
0: Well, here's the thing so polio making a comeback and is now in New York and other places. I had a teacher, actually, a professor in college who she was a survivor of polio and she walked with um, like a residual um, foot, not foot drop, but foot drag. And cutest little thing, she's passed away now, but she was the oldest person to actually uh, receive a PhD from Florida State University. Anyway, RIP Dr. Betty Limway. Anywho, um, so yeah, so yeah, I kept seeing all this stuff about polio and whatnot, and they were just like, if you've already been vaccinated, get your boosters, blah, blah, blah. So of course, polio I'm just booster. like, yeah, I didn't even know there was a booster, and we work in healthcare. But here's the thing, I called my mom, right? And I was like, hey, I know it's been 38 years, okay, <laughs> but can you tell me if I've been vaccinated from polio or not? And she's like, I mean, I think so. She was like, if it was a requirement for you to go to school, then yeah, you got all your vaccines. I was like, but, but specifically polio, though, because I know some of the other ones, but I just don't remember that on my records. And so she's like, if you needed to have it for school, you got it. So I think so, yes. And I was like, Oh, okay, <laughs> cool beans. So I think I'm vaccinated. She was I don't like, know. I
1: did what I had to do to get you up out of this house. Exactly, because I didn't want to watch it for eight hours a day. So, Surely yeah. we were vaccinated against. I polio. think I'm so. about to pull up my shot record because y'all yeah. are making all this shit come back up for real. Um, I've had it. I've had it, Chris. I've had it.
0: Yeah, but uh, po- people have died from polio, and it causes. It doesn't uh, sound fun. No, it causes paralysis, and it think it's, it's almost like a like ALS to a degree because your diaphragm becomes become uh, paralyzed and then you I can't, breathe. can't
1: breathe y'all this cuz your is diaphragm is a muscle
0: just in case you didn't know that so <laughs> uh yeah so it could cause you know breathing issues and stuff like I that I
1: feel so. they this shit was I feel like eradicated in the 70s or 80s right
0: I thought it was eradicated in the 70s honestly
1: Maybe even the sixties. Everything's just coming back this year. I would say it, for sure, polio was eradicated in the seventies. We made it through a pandemic just for all the shit to well, come up. Well, we're technically still
0: in it because everything keeps coming back. And
1: oh, is it? Diseases. Did people just not get vaccinated in the last two years? Because. Of- like the world was shut down
0: no i think they were like i did read this one article and by article i mean tiktok where they were talking mm-hmm. about how no this was on Peer google this was on google scholar and basically there this, you. this one article <laughs> sure was. It, no, it was sure it
1: was a fucking peer-reviewed article from the last five I, years no it was
0: a longitudinal study but it was on google scholar TikTok. and it was just the first one that
1: came Buzzfeed up article.
0: and I, I'll, I'll pull it up for you but um they were talking about how the last vaccines for polio were basically distributed or were like required in 2000, in the year 2000. What? So I was like, I mean, they still have them, but like the the requirement, just because I guess maybe there's a certain amount of time that you still have to give them or whatever, but I don't know. But, um, yeah, I do remember getting a polio. I
1: think well, I, did I get want a polio that vaccine. cited,
0: please. APA.
1: And what do I have to cite it? I didn't <laughs> write the article. <laughs> <laughs> Cause <laughs> you're, wanna... you're, you need to cite your sources.
0: Uh, www.google.com backslash scholar and look oh, up polio nice just type that in one word quotation marks polio. and uh it'll bring it right up. got it i don't know
1: i just could have sworn that everyone got that shot so we wouldn't get polio anymore
0: yeah well the fact that people are getting yeah i mean is, is there a, a a number of people is that a thing now where people are getting
1: guillain beret from it, it, COVID? so i didn't i thought it was just this specific An patient. When incident. I was reading the all the the doctors' notes, they were saying they were making it sound like this is a thing that is happening that mm. patients are getting. So I don't know if it's like you know how people were getting COVID and then having aneurysms and shit and strokes yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was fucking with their blood vessels. Yeah. And we were all thinking maybe they were predisposed to these things, but something about COVID, like mm-hmm. the people who were gonna be allergic to heparin, but they had never gotten heparin before. Yes. 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 And yes, all yes. these things were happening. I'm wondering if there's it was like. People who might have been predisposed to something mm-hmm. or this is like an inflammatory response to the COVID. Yeah. But it's just so Guillain-Barre. COVID's this is Well, I mean, it's, it's coming from
0: vaccines too. Because, I mean, if you're allergic to the flu vaccine, then you can potentially get Guillain-Barre.
1: Yeah, but this isn't from the vaccine. This isn't from COVID itself. Mm. Well, I think the problem is it's mutating so much. I know. Well, the only thing is like, it's doing shitty things to everyone but it's all different kinds of shitty things yeah it's not like oh everyone who gets covid gets this like scarring on their lungs and that sucks we're dealing with it it's like people who get covid are now having like you know Aneurysms, mm-hmm. blood clots, Guillermo, random shit. Well, this is why the disability the disability community is kind of like, ha Now you bitches <laughs> see
0: what we go through every day because it's yeah. a mass. I mean, COVID has been a mass disabling effect, unfortunately. Yeah. And you know, people are just like, well, I'm having these issues, and it's like, yeah, walk a walk a day in the shoes of somebody with a disability, and you will understand how like blind we've been to Agent them. Agent Orange, this shit,
1: so weird. Oh,
0: that's horrible. I've seen people with effects of Agent Orange when I used to work at it. Anyway, either here or there. What did you tell me about uh? Britney spears last thing before we go on to, yo i don't you
1: know. know what the fuck is going on with britney spears and k-fed but she was posting stuff about her kids the internet was coming for the kids so k-fed decided on behalf of him and his family he was going to post these videos that his sons have recorded over the years of britney spears when they're with her and i think it was an attempt to make her look bad but it just made her kids look like assholes yeah and And her look like a parent (laughs) and her look like a parent at her wits and as someone who like my brother and my mom had split custody of my brother Mm -hmm. and um i don't know if you've ever been around a child who has split custody but they come back from the other parents house acting a fool like a straight asshole yeah so i'm like this is exactly what this sounds like and she sounds like a mom who's like this fucking sucks and she sounds like a mom a mom who actually disciplines her child Um, And they were just talking mad shit to her. Like, and I think if she was not a white woman she would have smacked her kids across the face yeah well I think if she was a if she was a
0: black woman or a woman of color everybody would have been like oh she's just a celebrity that's just you know yeah. you know chastising her child but because she's Britney Spears mm-hmm. and they're like oh Britney Spears can't chastise and discipline her kids yes the hell she can she's a mom yeah and if your kids need to be slapped beside a fucking hand slap they were bitches. just
1: talking to her like they were grown and I was like oh and no and how old are her
0: songs like
1: they're young like 13 maybe 11 12 oh no no They're go young. back go back to your daddy house Since you want to talk shit bye i oh, know poor Britney. we're still team britney over here absolutely all that to say
0: absolutely because kevin featherline he knew exactly what he was doing and he's a piece of shit for what he did he turned them damn kids against her i don't i don't appreciate yeah, that anyway Dutch jazz hats Bitch. ed
1: hardy looking motherfucker can't even dance mm-hmm. ho. anyway your name's uh, kevin stupid
0: <laughs> what, have, what have you been watching
1: I haven't been watching a single thing. Why not? Because life, am I right? Busy. Actually the only <laughs> thing I started watching was I think it's called Cosmic Love on Amazon Prime. Cos who's in that? It's trash TV. It's reality oh, okay. TV and it's a dating show. They pull these you four of these dating shows. I do. It's I it's like social experiments. I love it, but it's yeah. all based on Zodiac signs. So they pull these four people. And they put them in a house with 16 singles and you get to meet and mingle. But then based on your, like your astrological chart, they Mm -hmm. make these pairings for you and you spend six or five weeks in the house with these people. So it's a big orgy. Yes. Okay. But with astrology. Mm, Yeah. An astrology orgy. Yeah. So that's what we're leaning into right now. My mind is like melting with how stupid the TV I'm watching is, but well, I'll tell you what's not a stupid show. Okay. Probably one
0: of the greatest shows ever. The Miss Pat Show.
1: I will <laughs> give you that. I watched my first couple episodes of the Miss Pat Show today, and I was pleasantly surprised listen, at how funny it was.
0: That first of all, again, I am obsessed with Miss Pat. Y'all already know this if y'all listen to this podcast. I'm obsessed with Miss Pat, and this season two. I'm fucking hilarious. (laughs) Like, if they don't win all the damn NAACP Image Awards and fucking Emmys and shit, like, they need to win all of it because her stories, first of all, are hilarious, but I love how the writers go in and out of this serious... You know stuff with comedy and no. Uh, Richard Lawson is in it. Richard Beyonce stepdaddy. Beyonce
1: stepdaddy. <laughs> Tina's husband. This episode is fucking that, hilarious. I don't think I've ever seen him act. I just really? know him as Beyonce's stepdaddy Tina's husband Beyonce's dad no he's dad. been in
0: a bunch of stuff even um, one of his one of his other funny movies was uh, or funny scenes it, it wasn't supposed to be funny but it was he played Loretta Devine's boyfriend in um, For Color Girls uh, with that Tyler Perry uh. and he came back and he was just like she was like I can smell that other woman on you and she was like baby I've been eating donuts <laughs> <laughs> I was like Richard what are you talking about I love that but, man but no but no The season two opener, the opening episode of Miss Pat. Oh, my God. The second is how fucking hilarious. I need to watch it from the beginning. So they've already finished season three, but I'm like, BT Plus, release the third season already. Come
1: on. Dude, I just saw that there's new episodes of Lock and Key. Season three. I haven't even finished season two. two. Same. I was like, first of all, it took forever for y'all to release season two. I feel like that shit just came out and there's a season three. Did you see like the, the, what is the thing
0: called? The... um. The graphic
1: for it? Uh-uh.
0: Then it looks like a demon man. I was like, where the fuck did you come from? I gotta go watch season two. Because I've only watched like the first three episodes of season two. I think I only
1: watched the first maybe like four or five. Yeah.
0: But I need to get back caught up with that too. Because it looks really, really good.
1: I know. I just like burnt out on it for some reason. Probably because what's her face was all when they took her fear away she annoyed the shit out of me the blonde girl oh yeah that's the sister and then daughter. i didn't like her in the set because i was like i have a bad taste for me without fear
0: yeah this i mean i like the youngest son he's he's, he's cute. the best part he is he's really cute because the other girl the, the mom is um what's her name from scandal uh she turned on olivia that bitch anyway but it's okay <laughs> neither here nor there
1: uh oh yeah. um god the redheaded girl, yes, the Amy redhead. a- Amy? abby abby abby, abby. yeah you. that was her name yeah so she um scandal yeah i still haven't forgiven
0: her for what she did Ew, but neither here nor there so yes yeah, so the miss pat show the second season has uh, started and it's on bet plus uh it's freaking hilarious i binged it in a day so it came out on thursday and i binged I it the whole day it. and finished all 10 episodes so um she touches on a lot of different topics So, like they really you know they say the industry pushed the envelope on these episodes i mean they talk about molestation they talk about You know women's rights with regard to abortion And um, just kind of like Forgiveness and healing and all that kind of stuff This season but in a very very funny way Addiction and all that kind of stuff So um, it's been hilarious So you ready to go over to the rehab corner Anything else you need to talk about?
1: No let's go over there Welcome to the rehab corner
0: A place where we restore some order Take a look around And sit your ass down corner today uh we are talking about some interesting things so first of all i want to start <laughs> off i um got an article i was sent an article from one of my um old co-workers and another google scholar no no this is well this was just a regular uh run of the mail article but um one of my patients that i saw during covid who was probably one of my most um medically complex patients i've ever seen um, he unfortunately ended up passing away after receiving a double lung transplant. And so, um, it just, like losing patients with like you, okay, losing patients suck. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of look back at like, damn, I put all of this work into this person for them to be able to live. And I know where we, where he started from and where we got him to qualify for that surgery and then for him to get the surgery and then be able to go home and thrive And then now he's no longer here. It's just like, this is why I don't like medicine. (laughs) Medicine You
1: gave him extra time he wouldn't have gotten.
0: That's very true. Because I think back then, and Coentha and I were actually talking about this and how, you know, we fought so hard for him. Because, like, all the other signs pointed to, just go ahead and withdraw care because he ain't going to make it. And we literally were just like, listen, I get it. Y'all say every time y'all wake him up, he crashes and dies. Okay, I totally get that. However... Let's just try. And if he crashes and dies, we won't do it again, okay? And we go in there, they turn off his sedation, and guess what? He doesn't crash and die. And, you know, it was just it was a lot man that was that that really kind of punched me in my stomach because i was like damn we work with this man for months
1: like mm-hmm. what like four or five months something like that he was my first scary scary patient that i saw because that was the one i told you i was like don't Yo, turn- <laughs> when i tell you i was a new grad, like fresh back in the hospital finally had my own fucking license all like pepping the step and she was like i need you to see this patient I do. And I was like, I don't want to see him. He's on ECMO. She goes, I know he's on ECMO. So I haven't seen an ECMO by myself in a long time. No, it's going to be fine. The only thing you need to know is you cannot roll him to his right side or he will die. Absolutely. What the rule is that? Yeah, I was, I was like, like, don't, I don't roll him to his right side. He's gonna, he's gonna flatline and he's
0: gonna die. But don't, just don't do that.
1: She's like, but yeah, go ahead and get him up. I was, I was like, like you everything's can stand
0: fine. Him, you can stand him. You can do everything else. Just don't roll him onto his right side. And she
1: like pats me on the back. All right, have fun. I was like, fuck
0: no. I was going on vacation. I was like, don't kill my patient when I get back,
1: y'all. I was tough. I was yeah. sweating bullets in that room. And she forgot to mention she was like, and he's got some anxiety. No, he didn't have. Bless his heart, he didn't have some anxiety. He had the worst anxiety I've ever seen in my entire life. When I told you it took us five minutes to stand, it took me 37 and a half minutes to get him to calm down. <laughs> and all I was in there doing was holding his hand. And like we had the fan on, literally he wouldn't let go of my, I yeah. held his hand for thirty minutes. Yeah. Had a bullshit a charge for that
0: balance training
1: act. <laughs> <laughs> but my lord that was yeah, a tough one yes. y'all put in a lot of work for that we man.
0: did Queen and i put in so much work with him i remember even like facetiming the surgeon who actually ultimately uh, performed his lung transplant and you know we were trying to do everything that we could to get him qualified you know uh legally and all that stuff and within reason and ethically he did qualify and he was a perfect candidate anyway um but when <laughs> and we will attest to that in exactly a quarter of a and the thing is this guy was super tall like way taller yep. than me he was like six four or whatever six five some shit anyway and so uh when we would stand him every day like he never told us no never said no anytime like you could tell he was visibly exhausted and just at his wits end and he continued to just fight, and I mean, he was the best patient ever, the best patient. And he <sighs> passed away. So that was that kind of hit me in the gut this week. I was not prepared for that. Um, that's why I, I hate like getting text messages. Once from people.
1: they leave and do well, you're like, no, oh, okay. They they happily ever after. Yeah, in yeah. your head, it's like the end of a movie. Yes. You never yes. know what happens to the characters after that, but you're like, Absolutely. the last thing I knew, happy. he was alive and well. Alive and well. Right. All that to say, I don't think I would get a lung transplant if I needed one. Really? Yeah, I don't think I would do it. We've had some that have gotten them and done amazing. It's just like, for what, like how many years am I really going to get to live? And I'm just going to be on hella anti-rejection meds. And it's so hard to rehab that. And it's such a shit life.
0: I mean, well, I wouldn't say that. I think it just—I think it depends on what you have going on in your life and who you have in your life that helps support that process. That's why having, like, familiar support is so important and an, and an intricate factor in getting uh, any kind of organ replacements or organ transplants, I'm sorry. Um, because if you don't have any, if you already don't have a quality of life and you don't want to fight and want to deal with that, there's
1: no point in you saying, well, yes, I want to live, because you really don't. If I'm over 35 years old, I'm not getting a lung transplant. Really? Yeah. I think you'll change your tune at 35. I would get a heart transplant, a kidney, anything else.
0: God forbid I needed one, I would get any any
1: one of them. I just don't want
0: to do the it. The lung transplant is just one of the most difficult because. I just feel like the odds are so like, it's just a
1: tough transplant. It to is. It's, one
0: of, it's, one of, it's the toughest transplant to ever, to ever get. And two, because I mean, the, I, I hate to say this, but the shelf life <laughs> of the lungs is like seven years. Yeah. And then you may need another one. So, just, or you're going to need another
1: one. That so. is, I don't know. I don't know that I would do it. It would be a very, like, I feel like a heart transplant, anything else would be a very easy decision for me. I'd be like, yes, let's do it. Sign me up. Yeah. We're good. A lungs would take me a beat to think about. It seems about. like the
0: kidney ones people recover from like, like that. that. Like yeah. nothing. I guess because exactly. you already have one. Yeah. And then livers too, because livers regenerate. So, yeah. you know, but yeah, lung lung is one of the most difficult, It is the most difficult transplant to recover from.
1: Can you transplant eyes? Yeah. Corneas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd do that, too. Yeah. It's not vital. I mean, it's um, vital to see. me. Yeah. yeah. But like to your to quality live. of life. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But no brain transplants.
0: Um, I don't know that that's been successful yet. I don't think yet. that's a thing. I think they're in the process of trying to do it, but I don't think one has been successful just yet. That is wild. The face transplant has been done uh, in the, ah, in the yeah. past, like, two to three years. They've had a successful face, face transplant. transplant. Yeah. And it hasn't rejected, which is good. But yeah, it just depends on what you want, and what you have going on in your life, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I did also want to talk about one more thing in the rehab corner, and then we're gonna let y'all go. Um, so in the new uh, in social media news lately, there was this one particular nurse who's an ICU nurse, and she was—you can tell she was probably on her lunch break in her uh, on her break. She didn't have her badge or anything like that open, but she was recording herself. First of all, don't do that while you're at <laughs> job. Just don't. Number <laughs> says two says the people who record themselves every week. That's very true, but we don't do it at our jobs. That's true. Uh, so, um, but yeah. So she was. So there. Was, she was recording herself, but then there was another nurse that was in the break room with her, and she basically said. You know, and I'm paraphrasing, she said, and I'll try to put, post a little clip if I can find it again, because they probably just stripped it from the internet, but who knows? Anywho, so she basically said, you know, if I get a patient with monkeypox, I'm not going in that damn room. Like, I, I, I'm not doing it. She was like, I, I, I've done through COVID, went through COVID, I'm not doing a f- another fucking pandemic. Like, I'm not doing it. So the other nurse, who's not on camera, but you could just hear her audibly, she's like, yeah, the doctors and surgeons don't even want to go in there. So why, why why, do they think that we want to go in there? Like, that's not fair. Like, you know, I don't want to get this shit. I don't want to bring this shit home to my kids, and we've already gone through COVID and <laughs> da 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 da. So I think, social media excuse me social media was kind of like torn because you had people in the comments that were saying well you signed up for this so suck it the fuck up and then there were other people that were just like i totally understand you're completely burnt out i i wouldn't want to touch anybody
1: with any more extra diseases what Mm -hmm. do you think about that you're not wrong you do technically sign up to treat whoever the fuck comes in the door true that being said I probably wouldn't feel this way if I wasn't so damn burnt out from the last pandemic where y'all treated every healthcare worker like shit. Exactly. So because in the end, no life is more important than another. Meaning my life Mm -hmm. is no greater or lesser than yours. So if I want to take care of me, then I'm going to take care of me. I disagree. My life is greater. I'm always protect me. (laughs) I'm always save me first. Always. Always. I just... But oh, well, we're I'm tired. Talking. People in healthcare are tired of having to deal with all the bullshit. And- well, here's the thing, too, that I think people in the in the public
0: don't understand. Like, even if we signed up as me- medical professionals to go and deal with pandemics and diseases that could potentially kill us, the problem is the amount of disrespect that you, the public, continue to display by number one, thinking this shit is fake, okay? Number two, spreading misinformation. Number three, not directly protecting yourself and, and spreading, spreading that shit. shit. Mm-hmm. And then you want to sit here and say, well, y'all got pizza you signed up for. It. You got a <laughs> pizza party. Fuck your pizza, bitch. Okay, we want to go home to our families and be safe. We don't sign up to die. It's just like the military, okay? Name one person in the military, who signed up because they wanted to die for the freedom of this country. Uh, not a single one. Most people went into the military. They want a Dodge Charger. They want, they want an education. They want to be able to retire early. It ain't because they want to sign me up to die, boss. What the fuck is wrong <laughs> with y'all? We as healthcare professionals do not sign up to die. Because if that was a part of it. Listen, I don't even ride and die for my friends and family. What make you think I'm going to die for a stranger? I'm
1: not gonna do it. No, this measly check, absolutely not. Hell no, not they, worth it.
0: These nurses, respiratory therapists, PTs, OTs, speech therapists, EVS workers, we're tired. I'm not, I'm refreshed because I don't work at the bedside anymore.
1: But everybody else, we were tired. And stop telling me my options during an active shooter are to run, hide, and fight. I'm not fighting. Fuck. Thank you. Listen, when that patient was burning up. <laughs> on the neural unit, where was Fleming? No
0: to be found. You know why? Because I mind my business and I run. <laughs> y'all are acting like I don't even know. <laughs> it's weird. Like you cannot sit here and tell work, you know, healthcare workers. Y'all signed up for this, stuck it the no, fuck up. I did not. Because if if you say that to every to every healthcare worker, and then every healthcare worker walks out and says, "I no longer want to do this," y'all, the whole society will be fucked. Truly. So just be careful what you say when you say that to healthcare workers. Show people some grace because y'all don't want, y'all wouldn't have the balls to walk into some of these rooms that we walk in.
1: That's like a teacher getting fucking yelled at by a parent unnecessarily getting their ass woofed and y'all being like, well, you signed up for it. No, the fuck I didn't. No, no, I did not. It comes with the territory, unfortunately, but that is not my job.
0: Right. Would you say that about school shooters now? Would you say would you say the same thing that oh well if the teacher got shot that's a part of the territory you signed up to get shot no they didn't they we that that teacher signed up to educate the next generation of people just like people in healthcare we signed up to help a population of people we didn't sign up for all the extra bullshit that comes with it that is that is not on us and not our responsibility let's be very clear.
1: I'm not saying you don't deserve medical help if you right. have monkeypox. I'm saying I may not be the one to give that to you. It's just too much too fast. Like co- we we are not even done with COVID
0: yet. And then here is something else that seems more like not deadly. I don't think monkeypox is really deadly like that. I don't think that many people have died from it. But it's it's traumatic. And it's just another added layer like, oh, my God. We're already, oh, we haven't even. Can we catch a fucking break? Thank you. We haven't even been able to recoup or restore Where, I'm from, waiting for from the, the previous I'm
1: one. waiting for the locusts and the lightning storms. As my grandmother would say, we live in the last and evil days. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what Lord. it feels like. Yeah. I'm waiting to hear the trumpets.
0: Girl, listen, Lord, I ain't ready yet. Let me at least get married and have one child. But Ann
1: always says, when you hear your name, just go. Don't think about it. Unless you're in the Appalachian Mountains. Don't go. Don't go. That's not a good place if, to
0: be. If you heard your name, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. If you saw something, no, you that didn't. That is a
1: crazy place. People actually live
0: there. I think that's crazy. They're not, I bet you that's not a single black I've person. Told that lives you, in we've talked
1: Mountain. about this, right? When I lived in that global village my freshman year of high school when yeah, I had to go on that trip. That. And I was in the slums of Af- of Thailand. Yeah. I mean, of India. But one of the groups was Appalachia. Are you, no, you didn't tell me that. Okay. Part. One of the groups was, there was like, one that was the Mississippi Delta and then one was Appalachia and it was like trash
0: no mm-mm. Crazy. I don't see why people say oh that's mm-hmm. the blood of Jesus anyway <laughs> but, um, but yeah so just have some grace for your healthcare workers like I, I continue to say this all the time we we as healthcare professionals we work in the business of service we are not servants Amen, sister. we are we work in the business of service and even though staffing issues is none of y'all's business, right? You know, uh our pay is none of y'all business. It's it's a personal problem for us, mm-hmm. but it's a personal problem that affects, unfortunately, indirectly affects the way that healthcare is delivered um to the masses because there are other factors that are beyond our control that affect our everyday life. So just show grace to every healthcare And worker Use hand you see. sanitizer. And Lysol and, and wash your ass. Yeah. Stop touching shit. And your hands yeah definitely but yeah so um yeah i just prayed that, that i don't know if she lost her job or not. i hope she didn't lose her job because she was just giving her personal opinion and you know she didn't have like any uh identifying information on her that you know reflect mm-hmm. her uh her job or where the company that she worked for so um can you
1: imagine if you had monkeypox or something and you walked in and it was that nurse taking care of you i would be, like, be like girl i understand <laughs> I didn't want it either. I didn't want it either. Yeah, no one wants monkey pox. Yeah, And then
0: the thing is, too, like, when you get patients who understand where you're coming from as a healthcare professional, because you'll have these conversations with patients, and you'll just be like, listen, it's not you. I just, I hate my job today. Mm-hmm. And they're like, child, totally get it. I hate mine, too, girl. Isn't you not the talk? best
1: when you have a patient who's being an asshole and you're just like, sir, I don't want to be here either. Right. But we ha- I have to do it. Suck and it the like, fuck, fuck up. Just let me get my productivity and I can uh-huh. tell the doctors I was here. I'm like, if, peace. You, if you stand one time, I will leave and never come. I will genuinely I'll never, come, never back. come back to this room. I'll discharge you from my service. You tell me your first and last name and squeeze these fingers, I'll get the fuck up out of here. And then room. the thing is, they end up liking
0: you and like, are you coming back tomorrow? Fuck you, Mr. Johnson. No,
1: <laughs> no, because
0: you made this eval hell. Like,
1: God this damn is you. It'll be like Thursday, Friday. They'll be giving They're just like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm like, is there anything I can say to make, make you get up out of this bed? No. I'm like, peace. And I used to tell people this all the time. I'm not about the bed. It's Friday.
0: <laughs> I'm not begging you Any to do it. Any hesitation up. is a what? Denial and a refusal. I just tell my patients all the time. Any hesitation on Friday is a refusal. Patient refused.
1: The best is when you're fucking over it and you're like, listen, you don't have to do therapy. You could tell me right now to leave the room and I'll leave. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. (laughs) And that's when they start backtracking that shit. I'm like, you have been fucking refusing to get out of this bed for 20 minutes. And now I'm like, you don't have to do it. And they're like, well, are you going to tell the doctor? Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Well, do you want to go home,
0: sir? I'm going to go home with without your evaluation. Right. Okay. Good luck. Then at 3.30,
1: hey, can you go back? No. <laughs> no.
0: Nope. You're going to see we We can't the send the list. patient nope. back
1: without your eval. Nope. Really? Now you want it? He did not. No, he wanted to talk big shit before I came up in him while I was up in here.
0: Keep that same energy, sir. See if your ass go back to your sniff now, motherfucker. <laughs> but no. You live here now.
1: You live in the ICU now. <laughs> you live here. This is my town. I'm the big boss.
0: Remember I used to tell patients, uh, there's, you, you can have either door A or door B, and there is no door B. <laughs> They'd be like, you do they let you talk to people like this? Yes. Yes, yes they, they, they do. do. Oh, well, stop me
1: huh? You're on medication. Who's going to believe I'm you? Well, why don't you get up here and fucking tell me something? Yeah, oh, I can walk by myself. Show me, Mr. Johnson. Like, show can, me. If you can walk up out of this hospital, you can leave.
0: Exactly. Well, are you going to help me? No. No, I'm not helping you. You talking big shit. You do it yourself. But anyway, we went on a whole rant that we weren't
1: supposed to do. Oh, this job is a fucking... <laughs> this, is this job is very hard. And it was so
0: funny because one of our videos recently kind of... I, I don't know if you call it going viral or not. I think if it hasn't hit a million, you haven't gone viral. But anyway, um, we got like over like almost 400,000 views on this video. And so people were all in the comments like... Why not go to PT school? Because we talked about the five things that uh, five things that we would not do as PTs and OTs. And everybody was like, "Well, not PT school," because I want to go to PT school. I was like, "Listen to the podcast,
1: and you'll (laughs) know why." Don't do it, yo. I had a patient this week. I asked the physical therapist who saw him earlier that day. How did he do? He goes, he's fine. He's standby assist. They've been mm-hmm. trying to get out of the hospital. They've had some hangups, but he needs to leave. He's, you know, he's trying to stay a little bit. He needs to go. He's walking on his own. He'll do fine yeah. for you. I said, perfect. When I tell you I get in this room, this man acts like his legs have been chopped off. His arms don't work. <laughs> so he makes me touch his neck. This man is 300 pounds. Oh, His gown's all up. His dick is hanging out. Okay. And, he's making me- and I was just like, I know for a fact that an hour ago you were up one walking on your own and then I get in here and you act like this and that's why this job is so fucking frustrating and I know you can do this on your own but here I am and you're just like oh I can't fucking move it's like the worst because you know what, patients don't they think that we as clinicians don't talk to each
0: other mm-hmm. like we We all have access to your records. So we're all reading the same thing about you. From the doctor that comes in, there, just like, hey, how do they do with you? Horrible. They're trash. They're this. They're that. Or you walk in after the doctor. The doctor's just like, good luck. Anytime anytime a doctor tells you good luck with a patient, you already know you're in for some bullshit. The worst is when you ask the nurse, hey, can I
1: see your patient? And they're like, "Mm mm-hmm. And you're like, ah, shit. Go ahead.
0: That's, mm mm-hmm. If you want to. Yep. It, it's the, if you want, want to, to when <laughs> you're like, like, oh no, I don't, I don't. The, like, if you, if you, if they do get up for you, can you do X, Y, and Z? No, <laughs> no, no. I'm not doing anything extra with this person. No, no absolutely not. Oh, but yeah, oh, patients, no. uh, yeah, it's not easy being sick. So we're not complete assholes that we are no. not empathizing with our patients. However, just as healthcare clinicians are assholes, so are patients.
1: Also, my thing is if I walk into your room in a good mood, it's because the person before you didn't piss me off. So I need you to pay that same courtesy to my next patient. Yeah,
0: pay it forward. Don't be an (laughs) asshole. Definitely. But anything else we need to talk about before we get out of here?
1: No, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. I don't either.
0: And it's just downstairs, but still, I still don't want to go. The the weekends, listen, the days are Are long long, and the the weekends weekends are are short. And I'm over it cern turn that damn machine back off whatever the fuck y'all did y'all fucking up some shit some wizard of all shit it's (laughs) insane all right y'all we y'all have an amazing week on purpose don't forget if you want to listen back to uh both of our episodes with ignite your Why podcast yes they are available on all
1: um uh streaming platforms yes under ignite your why Ignite your why with austin great podcast super cool concept and idea absolutely
0: we had a fun time interviewing with him separately yeah um that's the only thing we're going to do separately we're not going to be decent and Mero. we're going to mm-hmm. we're going to stick together um and yeah so she's a, rubber and
1: i'm glue no that's not right uh no. i thought we were peanut butter and jelly there you go that's yeah, butter. I'm peanut butter because i'm browner i'm but anyway. jelly because i'm <laughs> you're not sweet sweet
0: no definitely not uh, you i'll think rot you your teeth yeah, yeah i'll give out. you diabetes okay <laughs> all right y'all y'all have an amazing week on purpose y'all remember to spread love spread light and don't forget to, to laugh, laugh your
1: face, face off. off thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the face off with Fleming and Fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms including instagram facebook twitter and youtube at the face off pod be sure to tune into the face off with Fleming and Fowler every tuesday when new episodes are released It's the face-off.